0: All right, Rhodesia, i let you off the hook easily last time. It has been days now. Oh,
1: God. We he going right back me to you on this.
0: Jada Pickett-Smith, you've had time now to see some things over the last few days, and she ain't stopped talking since. I think she said, like, today she was a drug kingpin or something, selling crap. Jada Pickett-Smith. Rhodesia, give me your take on Jada Pickett-Smith.
1: I just feel like you just completely is like throwing me under the bus right now. Like, I, you did not prepare me for this.
0: Hmm. Don't need to. We want you real. That's why people deal with us. They know we're going to give it up the way we see it. And you got off way too easy last time. Last time you act like you ain't know what I was talking about. Now there's no way you don't know what Jada pickett has done over these last few days. Radhija, give it up on Jada Pickett-Smith.
1: Man, Okay. I'm a feminist I'm gonna hit you with the proverbial butt but this one is a little bit tough I know there's always two two to three sides to every story so who knows I even said I felt like Will Smith is a very controlling guy like massively controlling and I remember watching a documentary maybe when he was turning 50 he had mentioned something like I'm never getting married again me I'm never getting divorced again and could Jada be doing all this because she wants a divorce I, mean, I don't know point is what I've seen about Jada is just kind of is really low I'm sorry Jada that that's really low
0: there you really, go you want the real
1: that's, that's all. it but the I but there's so much to this and this all could just be a stunt they could have all been planning this, oh, this for years no. I'm, I'm, saying no I'm, I'm saying though this could all be for, for years Maybe all for publicity is good publicity for them
0: nah
2: not for hey, I'm gonna Smith say this though. right now man Will Smith I need you on social media saying I want a divorce <laughs> But then he
1: might have, to, but he might have to pay the alimony at that point.
0: Expeditiously, he needs let him pay that money. That's an evil. one. Let him pay that money. Jada, Jada Pickett Smith, we don't want to hear from you no more. No, unless more. it's something just about you and your shortcomings in life. I don't no want to hear it no more. We don't hear so it then, no more. okay,
1: so then let's say if Will is like a bad guy in in their relationship, and she's brought all that out, then now that would be evil. Everything that she's bringing out is about things about herself that makes him look less of a man. That's, no, not, man. Really, that's no, not really, that's not really evil.
0: If he's that's, evil, that's, that's my stuff. says he's evil, no, she's just trying to evidently escape. The stuff she's telling us, we don't need to know this kind of stuff.
1: No, and that's wrong. That's like, that's like really, really wrong and petty. You don't do that to your partner. But like, if she said, yeah, Will Smith beats me every Friday night after he drinks two bourbons, then what? Then would she be the bad guy?
2: She that came out after that man, after that man slapped Chris Rock and ruined his entire career. He ruined my career and his career. That's how bad it was. She he came out your the career. next day. That's right. He came out. The, she came out the next day. I ain't some damsel in distress. I don't need protecting. So obviously, she she beating on well at the crib.
1: That's what I'm saying. Okay, but then she should. Well, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> like you was about to go hard. Yeah, I was about you to go super listened, hard. Yep, and, and then, then I realized, songs. yeah. It registered what you were saying, okay.
0: Oh man, All right. I just wanted you to just give it up at Jada Pickett Smith is not a great person.
1: I didn't say yeah. that. I did not say that. I said that what she's Brief doing is really lines. messed up. Okay. But I know I'm Brief no, that's lines. my quote. That's what she is doing is pretty messed up, but we don't know the whole story. Because again, hey, so if, you know if we're he's revamping abusive,
2: our, our we're revamping our Instagram page and in the headline today it's Rhodesia says Jada Pickett is trash. <laughs>
1: It won't it won't be the first that y'all y'all change up with my what I say. So go ahead. I live Boom. in it, right? I live in it.
0: <laughs> we in episode 74, folks. TFW mm-hmm. podcast. That's freaking wrestling. So we'll get to some wrestling talk. I am your host, Matt, joined by my co-host, Eshon and Rhodesia. Shout out to all our listeners out there, all of our supporters. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. If you guys know the socials, that's FNW, across Instagram, across Twitter. YouTube, that's freaking wrestling. That's where we put our full videos up throughout the week. There you go. We got a lot to get into from uh, just the last few days. Let's start with SmackDown. And Rude, I'm gonna give you this one because I think he asked a few weeks ago, like, who's your favorite wrestler? You gave him the die line treatment about Roman, 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 Roman. Tribal Chief is back. He is back in action. And I got to say, like, you can just feel the energy when he's back. That was just an awesome show. You know, they and I think that show is probably just a microcosm of why WWE is so big. When you look at Jay, Cody, L.A. Knight, it was just so much star power on SmackDown. But energy definitely shifts when the Tribal Chief is around. Radija, take it away.
1: I'm gone for just a couple of days and I'm hearing the GOAT name being swung around. You ain't the GOAT. Man! Roman is back. Roman is back. You know, he interrupts. John Cena tells him, you ain't the GOAT, I'm the GOAT. Back up. And what did did Cena do? He bowed down and acknowledged Roman.
0: Roman said, we've been here before. We know how this ends. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Let's go. Let's go, Roman. Then we see. The standoff, and correct me if I'm wrong, this is the first time they've been face-to-face, Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns since Mania?
0: Since uh, the night after uh, WrestleMania.
1: And that, to me, was like, holy moly. So I do have two sets of questions here. The first question I want to ask, I got the gooseies when I saw Roman and Cody standing face-to-face. Do y'all feel like finishing the story... It's still just Cody going for the title and winning. Or for me after what I saw, I feel like finishing the story is Cody winning the title off of Roman after what I saw on SmackDown. What are y'all thoughts on that?
2: Go ahead, man. I want to hear from uh, non-Cody fans. I want, to, I want to get in y'all brain and see where y'all at right now.
0: He said non-Cody fan. We, well, you keep going with this, but that, hey, that's your gimmick. I, we'll, we'll take it. We will absolutely take that. Um, We talked about it previously that the story was the championship, but things change when you can write your own story. And after that standoff and all it was to see, this is what I talk about when I talk about a presentation and I talk about stories, they did nothing but stand face to face. And it was months since we've had it. And it felt like the biggest thing that could have possibly ever happened in wrestling. Just them going eye to eye with Nick Aldis right there, telling them not tonight, guys. And you got them face to face. You got Jimmy and Jay face to face. In the background, Mm -hmm. you you are painting beautiful pictures of how to promote wrestling or anything of the matter. But after seeing that, you're like, no, the story is Cody beating Roman for the title. That's the story now. And you you could argue and say that was the story previously, but before it was all about just, hey, he wants the championship, Roman's holding it. Now Mm -hmm. I think with everything that's going on, if you include, he's tagged with Jay now. If you just include all of that, now the story is, to beat the tribal chief for the championship.
2: Yep. I'm, I'm all for it. I'm invested into, in the story. Um, I know we had kind of a little bit of a format before the show. We're going to go on. We're just going to kind of throw that out a little bit, because this is one of the things I want to talk to you guys about was this last moment of SmackDown. Um, I thought it was great storytelling. And as you said, Matt, they didn't do anything but stare at each other and they mm-hmm. get broke apart, right? And that was like a big, huge, emotional investment moment in that you're thinking like, all right, possibly, we can get. are we getting Cody and Roman at, at Mania? We talked about Rock, we talked about CM Punk, but, but look, I, I want to see Cody and Roman. I want to see it sooner than later. Jimmy and Jay, I got, they got to they they make me feel this story. I still don't want to see them bros go at it. Right, I feel like I want to see them hug more so than fight at this moment for me. But just to see that moment that they had at that end of the show just spoke volumes to me. And when we talked about like an NXT show and an AEW show, we talked about stories and stories matter. Like this is one of those uh, times when stories matter because just that little seed right now, it was like big for me. Did you think we were going to get it? Like when you saw the way the show was set up,
0: were, did, were you really confident we were going to get some type of interaction with Cody and Roman?
2: You know, more so than Cody and Roman, I was, and this is kind of like the story threads throughout the show that I love that the WWE does. I was looking for interaction with Jay and the bloodline. Like, they're on the same show. They got to interact at some, so at some moment, right? So yeah. I was distracted by Jay interacting with the bloodline. So, like, when Cody popped up, too, I mean, it makes sense, too, right? Because Cody's with Jay. But, like, that was the thing I was looking for, was Jay interacting with the crew. To see where he's at. Look, I'm a champion right now, and
1: without y'all, Solo
2: Jimmy, he ain't Mm -hmm. like right. How was Jimmy gonna feel about him being a champion, a tag team champion with somebody else? So that 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 was the things I was kind of playing out in my mind.
1: So we talking about championships, and I would be remiss to say like I remember how angry I was when Brock was the champion, and I was like, he'll never show up. He doesn't defend his title. Blah blah blah. I look back at Roman in 2023 20, numbers, and he's had seven title defenses for the U- Universal Championship. Three were like WWE Live events, and so really only four championship bouts that we've seen for him. And so I think back at the wrestlers, like the big, big wrestlers, like your Hogan in the mid-80s to 90s. I had to look that up because I wasn't watching it. You look at Brock, you look at Cena in 05. And they are similar as far as how many title defenses they have. So I do have two questions for y'all. So the first one is, um, do you think it's really important that your main champion have many title defenses? And then number two is if you are a workhorse champion of the main title, are you doing something wrong?
2: I would like my champion defend more than I'm seeing like Roman or Brock. Maybe not as much as a Seth. I don't think Seth... And- like uh, I, I guess I'm kind of used to seeing the champion every pay per view because that's that's what we got for years and years.
1: Mm-hmm. But it
2: doesn't it doesn't have to be every pay per view to be honest with you. Um, just more often, like right? Like for me, we you know Roman. We haven't seen him or his championship in months. Like for me, that's not great. Like, and for some reason, this feels like I see Roman less than Brock did back in the day, and I don't know why I feel that way. Um, but this isn't ideal for me as a fan to see um, the championship so inactive.
0: I, and I think, too, he made a comment. He said, you came back because I was on my leave.
1: Mm. Yeah, he did Roman say said that. that to Cena, mm-hmm.
0: which tells me then that that's the long season to be gone for. And if, we, if we remember, the week of Mania, there was that report that came out that Roman was about to be taking some extended time off. When I first read that, I was like, well, he's gone anyway whenever he needs to be be a storyline or whatever he's got going on. Maybe this was what they were talking about back then. And it wasn't he's going to lose the title and be gone. Because he was gone for like a straight almost two months. Mm -hmm. Actually, it was two months. Last time we saw him was the week after SmackDown, which was the first of August. He just came back. So he was gone for a full two months. I think Roman is at such a different level than everybody else in wrestling. And part of that is due to his mystique. Because he is gone. Roman wouldn't be nearly as special if we saw him at this point every few weeks. He wouldn't be. The story wouldn't be. So I don't think that it takes away. But he will always generate more popularity and more interest because he is not around every single week. Now, he could be around much more often, just not work on TV, and maybe we only see them on pay-per-views because that's kind of what we used That's That's what used to happen.
1: But that's you know, what I'm saying, main, yeah.
0: Yeah, Flair used to work a lot, but it was nowhere near the level of like what Hogan would work. Hogan only worked pay-per-view on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they worked. There, a lot it was events. as many
2: back then, too.
0: Yep, but the I IC champ was up. the champ that was main eventing the shows. So your Macho mm-hmm. Mans, your Ricky Steamboats, your Ultimate Warriors, your Rick Rudes, those were the guys that, if you want to talk about your workhorses, those were your Seth Rollins back then. Those were your Goonthers back then. So and are then they Roman doing something was, wrong? No, I, I, no, they're not doing anything wrong. You're just not in that spot.
2: There's only a room for
0: one top, top guy. And then you got your four or five you know, we want to use the AEW words, pillars, after that. And then that's kind of just how their setup is. But if we look at Roman, it's how special Friday was. And they popped another monster number in terms of ratings. Every segment he was in was super important because he hadn't been around for for two months, and now that he's gonna be around much more often because they said we got Saudi, we got Rumble, we got Mania. We'll see now how that plays itself out, just in terms of the importance of him, and and still does he have that charisma that we know of him to have. But you can't deny when he's on screen, when he's at TV, it's a different energy. Yeah,
2: and Absolutely. it's different than
0: with Brock, right? Because Brock would come. And he would show up at 8 o'clock on Raw, stand behind Heyman. Heyman would do talking for him, and he was gone at 8.15. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, his presence brought something. It was important, but Brock himself didn't bring much to the presentation. Heyman was the presentation. With Roman, it's not that way. Roman brings a lot more to him when he does show up.
2: You know, I'm, and I'm all uh, I'm actually kind of against seeing the top stars shoveled out in every single segment i think uh a nice balance would be how roman was uh booked maybe a year or so ago right you 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 saw him a couple times a month right not every week he wasn't defending the championship on every PLE, mm-hmm. but he had a presence for that month right you saw him maybe like once or twice a month just enough to kind of give you a taste like right but he always he always he always left you wanting more and so we can get back to that. If so, this is just like a little break. This as long as he's going to be gone, fine. Um, but I like to see him get back to how he's booked, maybe like a year ago. So I got a question for you, E. This is different
0: than what you wanted from AEW. For AEW, I said how I, I liked their booking style because you didn't see just say Miro, and we but we know he's like way off the beaten path. We didn't see Miro every single week. We would see Miro every two, three weeks. And you will be like, no, I want to see those stars every week to like build more momentum and things of that nature. What's different with Roman where you're like, hey, I don't need to see Roman every week. You know, if we can get Roman twice a month, I'm cool with that. Opposed to like when we were having those AEW conversations months and months ago where you're like, no, I want to see Kenny Omega every single week on TV. I
2: think as I said, well, as you said, Roman's like kind of a step up. Okay. Wow, he's almost like a special attraction right now to me. And I think because, and like Andre Giant was back in the day, like a special attraction. I kind of feel like it's one of them things to where um, it's kind of like that meal or that treat that you love, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. but
2: you can't get it all the time, right? Like you can only get it, you know, certain seasons, or maybe you can only get it certain times of the week. You can't get it every day, right? But there's certain things that you need every single day, Right. I would say like your main superstars that draw and bring people in the building and put eyes on television, those are the guys that you should focus on every single week and everybody else should be a rotating door. Everybody else. So let's say you got like, you know, three guys. Those are your three guys that you build your program around. So your, your, your storylines, your threads go through those guys, Right. And then if you got somebody that's underneath them, if they start getting some traction, then that's how you start moving people in and out. Like, right? And that's how it was kind of back in the day. You had those kind of guys that were at the tippy top and then everyone else kind of moved around. Everyone was kind of fighting to get to that tippy top, right? To get So he can get to those main threaded um, slots. So that's kind of what I look for. I, I kind of respect from AEW. I don't think AEW has anybody that's like a special attraction on their show that's warrant, you know, like, you know, for like a, more, a Miro, like Miro, I haven't seen Miro in a while. Maybe he has. I may have been fast forwarding too too much. Um, I think uh, lionel has been on one a couple of times. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, Miro's been
0: on too. He was on. He was on last, last night. night. On collision. Yeah, you probably fast forward through that. I'm sure. No, we, we I, get to no, no, no. We no we I, actually, you. I
2: cut it off <laughs> right, at some point. That's what I cut it off. But yeah,
0: <laughs> we're gonna get to your collision thoughts, buddy.
2: <laughs> yeah, so <what> I think your <laughs> special attractions. I think you got your special attractions, which Roman is, and then you got your stars like a Cody, like a Seth. You know, um, LA Knight's becoming right now. Woo! Let's talk about that uh, LA Knight. And you guys had the nerve to have a, a, a conversation Say, is it too much too soon for LA Knight? Good lord. You hear that? That man's a spot. Oh my god. I still think that. Man, because my, cause a...
0: my thought is, because cause we know he's losing. So when I say too much too soon, I mean, okay, you put him in there against Roman in Saudi, he loses. Does that
2: hurt him more than it helps him? Mm. We talked about this too. We talked about the good showing. That's what this. That's what this world is built around right now. Good the good showing. showing. Tell me, that's Who like potential. Had, somebody else it's had a good, good, good show showing this
0: week. I think we talked about it already because yeah. last show we've yeah. seen all the wrestling before. It was a one. Somebody match, else had a good showing. I'm just yeah. like, I'm tired.
2: Because you, I'm tired you, be you guys sat and told me almost a year ago that it was okay for Cody to lose. You actually were rooting for Cody to lose, right? This man sure got his family. And he got his how big baby he is in now. attendance. Then I, how uh, he is now. Th- that applies to your uh, LA Knight situation, go, sir. Yeah, sure, sure. That applies to uh, LA Knight. If he Justin, loses, Justin. yes. If they build it correctly, if I they build know, the man. house, it will support the story.
0: That's a good analogy. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't. Know I if don't think it say, compares
1: on the same level.
0: Yeah.
1: Because it, Cody cause... had a lifetime of wrestling. <laughs> It's 15 years of wrestling oh. and telling this story. Y'all, to y'all didn't care about that
2: during the story. Now y'all bringing up the 15 years no, no, of the story. No, no, y'all not care about none of don't, that.
1: Don't change my narrative on Cody. It's always no. been, a, I did not want him winning the title right now. I've always said that. I've never been a Cody hate. I love Cody.
2: No, no. You hey, guys you, are saying You, you, you didn't guys didn't saying he didn't, he, he didn't do enough.
1: Oh, because I said he Up didn't time. deserve it in WWE. If I'm watching just WWE and he came back, I don't know the story that he went on his independence tour and helped find AEW before then he comes back and all of a sudden you win the rumble. And then now you win the championship. That is too soon. Absolutely. Too soon. But I don't think that is too soon. Like how LA Knight is because at that point, Cody, which I'll call him, he's iron clad. It's still, he's bulletproof at this point. He's titanium. He's vibranium. Cody losing at WrestleMania to me again because I was I was okay with that storyline. It didn't affect him as far as tearing him down. LA Knight losing—that'd be one more thing. That's possibly what, possibly, possibly depending but, on.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I guess we know he's not going to beat him clean, so there's gonna be some type of because Roman doesn't beat anybody clean, so there's gonna be some type of interference in that. You just I, I just we guess they just got to be careful.
1: You
2: guys got to think careful. about it. We, you think about Cody's story. Cody came from being below the mid-card when he was in the company the first time, mm-hmm. coming back to being on top of the mid-card. So the history we're talking about, like him being the top guy to- Cody has only been for a year. Like, right? It's the same yeah. Yeah. trajectory yeah. as LA Knight. LA Knight is just now getting to that tippy top. Actually, if you think about it, he's actually been clawing his way to the top, right? So would it kind of make sense for him to on his first go-round, win the championship? Or would it make more sense that this is part of his continuing struggle to evolve and get better and then eventually become the champion?
1: But L.A. Knight is not as bulletproof as Cody Rhodes. So that comparison, I can't say
2: that. When you say eventually, we
0: know Cody's probably next. So that eventually is probably a long time.
1: Exactly.
2: we We got two championships now, though. Why right, we want? But I think, I think try, Drew to going at Seth.
1: I think right. Drew. I think Drew. Drew. Because I think, <laughs> I think Drew is going to Seth. anymore. You're oh, all right. you can, but here's you the thing, though. The
2: <laughs> well, let's, 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 let's continue with that, right? If Drew does win and beat Seth, which I hope, I'm, 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 not, I'm not for the Seth champion. I, I'm not sure what's going on with Seth. I like Seth. It's not Shinsuke. his run right now.
0: It's Shinsuke. He's had two plus months in a few where you know he's not going to lose. That hurts. That hurts yeah. the title holder.
2: But let's say Drew wins the championship, right? And okay. now we got a six-month bill to LA Knight versus Drew for the championship. Well, I mean, I'm here for that. No, that would be fun. I'm okay
1: with that, too. Yeah, yep. I'm okay that'd with that.
0: Fun. Let go. That would, that would be really good. That would be mm-hmm. really good. Um, it was something you just said that, that piqued my interest. You were talking about, uh, we were talking about the Cody thing, and it's only a moment. It's only a moment, and it's the moment that hasn't paid off yet. But when I see Cody lost at Mania, and then we fast forward to – that's how high I was on this moment. To me, this was like a moment of the year, and this is not hyperbole. That stare down between them two, we don't get that if Cody wins. We don't get that if he didn't struggle over the last six months, seven months, whatever. But, like, because we know we're going to see that screenshot on all the video packages leading up to Mania or the Rumble. I thought that highly of the end of SmackDown, of Mm -hmm. that look, because that was – that's what it's all about. That feud is it's like, all right, man, fuck it, put in night two at Mania. Now like I'm sold now. Like, Rock, stay home, dude. You had your chance. No, no,
1: no, no. I'm telling you, I'm liking what I think he said was Brandon James on Twitter said. Yeah. Like, I like Roman Rock. I'm sorry, Roman Cody at Rumble. I like that one. And Cody going this? into mania with the championship.
0: See It looks like we're not getting CM Punk to hell with it. Let's hot shot Roman and Cody at Survivor Series. Woo! So no. we can be in attendance. For okay, okay, years. okay, 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 okay. We do war games, and that's when, like, The Rock shows up. I don't know. Let's, 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 let's book that damn territory just around Chicago shows. That sounds
2: good to me.
1: <laughs> or Detroit, right? Hey, speaking of, you know my birthday is this, is it this week? It's a week from today. Is it's on a Sunday, right? Sunday? A week from today.
0: Okay, so it's Sunday. Mm-hmm. I thought, to show you just how, like, I've completely been disconnected, I thought my birthday was in, like, two weeks. I was told, like, this weekend, my birthday is, like, now. It's coming up next week and bound for glory is this weekend mhm so maybe we'll talk about it kind of real quick on I'll just tuesday but Wednesday i do think that they need a little bit more like spotlight on them all the drama that's been going on in wrestling they just continue to put on good shows the show is now sold out for bound for glory i looked at the card and I, of course i don't watch weekly but looking at the card i'm like this is a damn good card so i got to find like a you know pre-show or, or something to get invested into the stories behind it but that looks like an awesome card they put together for this year's Bound for Glory
2: hey let's keep going on Smackdown I had a couple more things I want to talk to you guys about um, I'm going to bring up Jay really quick because the next one the next little hit I have I think we can spend more time on man she's, she looked great again I feel like every time I see her on these shows I'm like damn she looks better than she did last week she looks better than she did last show Man, there she's and the bill they're doing with her is phenomenal. Right? Like, I don't know how many. I would be interested to know how many more Twitter followers she's uh, accumulated since joining Ooh, the WWE and after all these different shows. I'll be very interested. Because whenever you know we said in a personal chat together, I said, hey, whenever you know she's ready to go in the ring, like she needs to be ready. Because I feel like that I'm I think her her bill they're doing with her is that high that i want to see her come out in her first match whenever that is it don't have to be tomorrow it has to be next week mm-hmm. or next month or two months whenever that is she needs to be ready to go because i think that they got her hot right now and she's i think she's hotter right now than she's ever been her two years or whoever it was in AEW. And that's that's no and that's no shot against them that's just on how smart they've been booking her right now they got her interacting with all the stars they got her mingling all the big wigs like she's gonna be a big deal y'all
1: and you have Triple H. I say little poor Triple H because he looks shorter than her over in her corner just smiling. Kool-Aid smile ear to ear Woo on SmackDown. He's a proud hey, let's, papa.
2: Let's keep going with Triple H, though. So, real let me... Quick, Matt, real, real quick, real quick. Um, oh, you got the, the question? No, Answer? I
0: was looking... Yeah, she's at 256 right now. 256,000. Uh, I thought she was in her 200s with AEW, so it's not as big of a spike as... I thought she would have had, mm. but, um, I'm big in the moment and I popped hard mm-hmm. when Charlotte turned around and Jay was standing there.
1: Yep. I didn't expect that.
0: And then you got to a point, Triple H come in that shot and just smiling. And like, we know, we know. And that's the kind of stuff that's like awesome for me and for us being like insider wrestling fans, where we know everything that's going on. I know you about to bring up something about Triple H. He does, and this may sound like I'm 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 capping on this episode for WWE, but whatever. That that's a, I, I was super high on SmackDown. We got the word. We'll talk about this too. That Vince is no longer part of creative at all. Cool, whatever. Uh, you could feel it on the shows, even down to Triple H being in the ring with Dom, and he goes. Man, I thought that sound was piped in. That's like a wink mm-hmm. and a nod to like the internet wrestling community. It's not Ooh, over the top to show. where like an entire segment is, is insider and people who don't know is like lost and confused. Now they got to go do research, but it's just enough to where you're like, oh, they watch, they, they see, they talk, they, they, they read what we're talking about. And they use it And just enough to where it's like, oh, that was cool. Like, that's I just wanted to shout that out. I thought that was awesome. But Jade and Charlotte, that was another moment. That's that was moment number two of that show where I'm like, damn, this is gonna feed generations when they finally get together
2: for sure. And you know what? The one thing I uh, I was about to go past it, but you remind me of it is when Jade and Charlotte were head to head looking at each other right in their eyes, right? Because that just shows how big. Um, Jade is because Charlotte is huge in mm-hmm. comparison to the rest of the girls, right? And you really saw it on SmackDown when she, damn it, are you women running in them darn gold hills, man! <laughs> like, I, and I feel like she's about to bust her butt for one second, but she got to she got you the ring, okay? But her, her to go from the top of the ramp all the way down, downhill in some hills
1: in the ring. We're superheroes in heels. We're superheroes.
2: Oh I would have died.
1: <laughs> I, I, I don't know how y'all do it. You did a Titus O'Neil. He would oh man, <laughs> I don't know.
2: I'm I would have made to, it to the a, ring. I would have rolled, I would've tweet. <laughs> at, at the top of the ramp. I would have been
0: <laughs>
2: rolling down. Why
1: well, Matt's looking at something?
0: Tweet. Yeah, because he brought up the whole thing about uh Jay being the biggest deal she's been. Go ahead, Radija, I'll find it and I'll let you know when I find it. But I saw it, I saw an interaction that I really wanted to get your guys' thoughts on. So go ahead and I'm a okay, I found it, but go ahead.
1: Um maybe I shouldn't even say it, but this is probably me showing my age. When you say no capping capping means lying or telling the truth no yes. telling the truth or no okay wait hold on. yes to what because i asked two questions there capping is lie huh? <laughs> see don't do that it's lying, lying. All right, okay, so here so it no is. no capping is no lying okay
0: somebody said on twitter in the span of three weeks wwe made jade feel important when tony khan couldn't do it in two years and they, that's they, not fair they clipped it with uh, the the face-to-face okay that's not fair uh somebody quote tweeted it and said, Jade first appeared calling out Cody Rhodes. She then made her first wrestling appearance teaming with Shaq. After that, she went on a Goldberg streak, holding the TBS title for over a year. Last night, she walked up to somebody and said, hi, I'm begging for some perspective.
1: Yeah. Now I mean, no, this that was nothing is
0: This person is an absolute AEW pro fan and anti WWE fan that quote tweeted that. But that's, We say that because we've said that, too, like when she showed up at the pay-per-view and then she showed up on NXT and now the Charlotte and it's like she feels like a much bigger deal already than she has in AEW. But then when you look at in context of what she did, how can we argue that? How can we argue that that's not the case?
1: I would argue that well see you got the machine behind you so that's already taking you out of this conversation to begin with but they absolutely made jade a big deal they absolutely did they be an aw but of course when you're talking about a company that's been around for decades and a company that's been around at that time two and a half years that's the best that they could do at the time so that when you first read exactly. the first part of that tweet or, or what is it called tweet still on x Their statement? I think it
0: was all messages, maybe.
1: Okay, the messages on it. That was not. That was there was unfair. A very unfair question. The X's. That was a really unfair question. um, comment.
2: No, like like you like you just said, like AEW did the best they could. I think they did more for Jade than a lot of their talent. mm -hmm. Really think about it. They really Mm -hmm. they protected mm -hmm. her as much as they could with the skill set that they had and the and the promotional vehicle that they had. They did as much as they could for that woman. They did right by Jade.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But jay she's in a whole different ball game now. Like, I hate to say it, you know, it's kind of like you go from, I guess, I don't think college ball is even a good uh, analogy because you can make stars in college now. And,
1: and yeah, you not about EW, to say it, you're not about to call them high school Irina, football. I got,
0: I got the finger in the button.
2: Don't do it. But do it. Don't do don't it,
1: it. do it. No, don't do it at all. Don't do it at all. Let's keep moving.
2: Do no, it. I don't want to do that. Like yeah. they just did the best they could. WWE is oh, a whole other level. level.
0: We out here Good to tell job. the real. We finally got Renee really to say Jada is, is a trash Stop. person. <laughs> My God. You know what I'm saying? And you you out here, you don't want to give it up and say exactly what you think. But you oh I got here's here's
2: one. Here's I'm trying to look for a, a nice analogy. I okay. think it's like CW superheroes versus Marvel Studio superheroes,
1: but That's the CW one. when we I That's first started watching one. in the beginning, I don't know what has happened after that. I thought I used to say, man, DC could put on great TV shows. They just did terrible movies. So I think in the beginning, the CW shows was really good.
2: No, no, I'm a CW guy. I think for the most part, CW was was good. It was a great run, but you know because of, budget, because of budgets, because of budgets. Because of uh, you know technology, they can only do so much. What they, they maximize what they can do. That's why I said with a, with with Jay, they maximize her w- what they can do. But Marvel Studios is something totally <laughs> different, totally different. But hey, I like let's that. keep going with let's keep going with the Triple H thing because you kind of brought it up. And I have a question for you. I got because I think you were a Triple H guy, right, Matt? Oh yeah, I was huge. So Triple H had a couple of names. And they've been playing the King of the King theme for him. I didn't like, I don't like that theme. That's the worst one.
0: That's cool for like now that he's an authority figure and he just, but as a wrestler, it was the worst one. When you heard that, you're like, oh, this sucks.
2: It's it's a horrible, okay, so I wasn't alone in that. I'm like, why do they keep playing this one? Because I thought time to play the game was a much better theme.
0: Come on, man. Some could argue, and this is a good conversation to have. Maybe we'll do this on Wednesday. Yeah, if we had a Mount Rushmore of entrance music,
1: I'd love it.
0: Some could argue it's not on minds, but some could argue that's a Mount Rushmore theme song
1: with lyrics. That could be because I, mean, I think you have two types. You have the one without lyrics, just instrumentation, and I think mm-hmm. you have actual songs. We should yeah, do probably two Mount Rushmore. Yeah, two, the, Mount, yeah, Mount two Rushmore. different
2: versions of that song. Yeah. Too. It, was, it was it was a it was a great song for a trash wrestler, but um. Whoa! Yikes. Whoa! 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 Yeah. Big time! Yeah. But going wow. back to Dom, right? You, I mean, had, to like turn the hill, you? had to Joke heel, didn't you? Going back to Dom, though, um, he mentioned the piped-in sound. He was getting a, a, a reaction. Mm-hmm. And when Triple H mentioned about that piped-in sound, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that's not piped-in? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I assumed it was. And I understand why they would, because it does, for television, it makes for better TV. Right? I think it basically, I don't mind the pipe dance sound because it does make for better TV for me. But he was like, oh, that's that's legit them at, at, in the crowd, booing this man like that. And Dom just played into it so well. And then um, then leading to the, um, uh, I'm trying to look for it. What, what do you say? Like the grand entrance of Nick Ardish. And he had like the, this, that was like the worst entrance of like a new character I've ever seen. He just kind of appeared on the screen. <laughs> and it I was like, like really flat. But you know why I like that?
0: Because no one knows who Nick Audis is. And when mm-hmm. I say no one, I'm talking, of course we do. I'm talking WWE fans.
2: No, they don't know. Don't, it make, no it a, don't
0: make it a bigger, and he's not there to work. He's there to be right. an authority the GM. figure. Mm-hmm. Don't make it bigger than what it is. You already have Triple H to bring you in. And what I thought was genius was the whole line to Dama, big fan of your dad. Well, now you've already <laughs> endeared yourself to the wb fan so now i'm i don't know you but you're my guy yeah and that to me that was all you needed because i was thinking about that like when i saw him and i didn't know what was going to happen when no. i saw it i was like okay that's cool he's finally on tv and i thought what you said i was like okay he just kind of like walked out like from the crowd it seems like into the ring but then i was like but i like that because it wasn't a video package or this is why you should really care about our new authority figure it's not about the authority figure he's it's the boss yep the wrestlers yeah
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah because like he kind of disappeared. I I don't know if I actually looked away or something. I just turned around no, no. and and he just was there. <laughs> <laughs> and the crowd was like, "Who is this guy?" And I I get that they wouldn't know who he was because Nick Artist unfortunately has never been on a big platform. Like, right. Right, cuz like he's never mm-hmm. been on he's he's never on AWTV. He's he was on Impact recently, but mm-hmm. I mean, they're only getting like a 100,000 views or whatever it is on that show right? He was on NWA and people weren't really yeah, watching. That watching was years that. ago. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. So they wouldn't know who he was, but did you guys know he was only 36 years
1: old? That sounds familiar to me.
2: I didn't think he was that old.
0: So when the work oh, came no, out I thought he was... like,
1: no, I didn't think he was you that know, When young the came me. out that
0: like he was coming on as a producer because of his age. And I'm like, he's not that old. He's got some tread on his, you know, tires just because of how long he's been in the business. But,
2: he can still go, and I'm hoping I that. I thought this he was like 45, into... 46. Oh no! See, I was gonna
1: say I was no gonna say 40. That's what I thought Nick out as was. I thought he was 40. Isn't he I married to Mickey James? Mickey James, yeah. yeah. And how old is she?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: 44. Yeah, see out of part, we thought they were a little closer in age, but.
0: Shout out to Nick, getting getting the Cougars
2: out here, Get a little something, something.
1: like Nick. She ain't no, Cougar. She Babbish. <laughs> I don't okay. use the B word, so I call her B-I-S-H, Bish. She Babbish.
0: She's a milk. but uh, so then if you so if you guys look at like Nick Aldis and now he's gonna be the GM of SmackDown and then they say Adam Pearce got a promotion
1: <laughs> right? And he's dude. A GM of Raw, and I was like, what need a GM of Boba? he did he did the Roman he did the Roman uh, manipulation on him. Yeah, he that, was like, a, you got a promotion, promotion, got <laughs> a
0: promotion. Um, but so now it looks like they, they got some plans for stories with you know authority figures for you guys. Who's your favorite authority figure? in Wrestling history, TV authority figure.
1: Uh so I so I can say face, I'ma say, Can I pick an acting general manager?
0: Of course.
1: I'ma go with Beer and Corbin. <laughs> I wanna get him on the show. <laughs>
0: Shout out to Corbin. Hey, I forgot to tell the story. Real quick, story, real real quick. So the week uh we were talking about NXT and Rhodesia went in on Corbin talking about he was old and all that. We clipped oh, that and we put it on
1: <laughs> hey. that.
0: You did. You said yep. he
1: was no. Old. He I was said over the hill. stop, stop, stop. Right. You did. I, I said he. I said he was over the hill. I said the WWE, The best of him is it already behind if he saw him. The clip. That is it what I said. We so he saw the
0: clip. clips. On no, video, you clipped
1: yeah. it. You mm-hmm. clipped it differently. You didn't even put the full context mm-hmm. of what I was saying it's out there.
0: Anyway, so we're all having a conversation on there. He's like, "Hey, man, like Baron Corbin's the goat." Blah blah blah. Corbin sees it. Corbin responds and says, "If you kick her off, I'll be the new co-host on the show." And, of course, he's like, see you, Hey, <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: I understand. I, I get it. I can't say that. Right? Because then, like, the household just wouldn't be what it is. And I told him as much. I said, hey, you're always going to be, like, an unofficial member of the pod. But, like, she's got to stay. He was like, I, I appreciate it. I respect it. So I, I forgot to mention that. But, yeah, so you kind of, you can't try to get on his good side now, Radiza. You, you are already that person. So yeah. it's up to, like, me and E to keep that relationship flourishing. You're, you're just the one that's like on the outside. Just like you you first met them years ago. No, they got
1: on my bad side. They did it. They worked me. They worked me. I was ready to smack them, but I'm like, no, I don't want to be banned from WWE forever. You know they work me, FTR. Maybe that's probably so why. So whatever. You're
0: going with Corbin as no, your no, I, I didn't. No. Because she, because
1: you said that the relationship to, to nurture is between y'all two, not me and him. So <laughs> I'm gonna probably go with. I'm gonna flip the script a little bit. I'm gonna go with William Regal down at NXT. That
2: was a good that's one. That's a good one. Yep. Who you got? E? You know, you know, I, I didn't actually know about this question beforehand, but off the top of my head, I'm going Jack Tunney.
0: Damn it! That was my y'all took both of mine's. Yeah, there we go. You
1: about to pick pick Beard? No. Oh,
0: okay. I'll make up another one. But so why do you say Jack Tunney for the folks that weren't watching back then?
2: You know what? To be honest with you, I think it's totally you know um, nostalgia. Mm -hmm. He was my first ever authority figure. Like, right? I believed that he really ran the company. I had no (laughs) idea who Vince McMahon was. He was announced back then. I thought Jack Tunney really ran the company, and he just was like this stoic, boring old man. And it may, it all made sense that this stoic old man would be calling shots. Um, and at the time, it was important. Like, the decisions that he was laying down, mm-hmm. you know, in the tone, it's kind of like, you know, when you're a kid, like, your principal's talking. Well, back in the day, I don't think these kids care about authority figures nowadays, but back in the day, when you respected your authority figures, like, you know, when the principal was talking, you shut up. Yep. And so, like, that's, just for me, that was my first.
0: And that, that was why that was my answer, was because... When Jack Tunney came on camera, it was a big deal. He had to announce something about the championship or somebody got stripped and we doing something. Um, Regal was the first authority figure that I felt like wasn't a gimmick. Right? Like he, You only saw him when it was decisions to be made and everybody respected him the way they should have. Like the, the wrestlers. So if I had to pick another one, it's not Teddy Long. The, the whole Taker thing is funny, but I wouldn't go with Teddy Long. Kurt Angle was pretty good, but he's not. I mean, you guys took my my top two, so we can move on. So I don't want to just throw names out there. Yeah, I don't know. I I,
1: I, I do want to bring one one honorable mention, because I hated her, was Stephanie McMahon. When the alliance happened, or the breakup of the separation alliance, whatever the the name of that whole situation mm-hmm. was, I hated Stephanie McMahon, and I think everybody hated her. And it was just like so beautiful that somebody who wasn't a worker in the sense of a wrestler could get over that well.
0: Yeah, no, there was a few that I mean, Vicky was in the, in the spot. Vicky was at great. One point. Vicky, was yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. Vicky was good. Yeah, it was it was a lot of hill ones that you were like, all right, they get under our skin. Speaking of heels, I am sure, Eshan, you were jumping for joy when the report came out this week through Sports Illustrated that as much as he can be, Vince is not connected at all to creative anymore, and this is a Triple H specific lead show
2: 100%. Yeah, I got to a couple little tweets here. It says multiple contacts within the WWE and UFC have confirmed that Amari, who wields power as Endeavor CEO, is behind the change of Triple H, overseeing all creative and Vince McMahon no longer being directly involved within it. Um, It says that Ari is a firm believer that in order for an organization to be as effective as possible, they need people to do their job as they are assigned. In this case, that approach has empowered Levic to assert his full influence in the company's creative sphere.
0: Mm, Sounds like you hire people to do their job and you don't stick your nose in said job and change their said job every single day, every single hour. And sometimes while the actual job is still being done. Ding, 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 ding. What a concept.
2: What a freaking concept. You hired me to do a little job. Let Let me me do do my my job. job. Man. When the results
0: are showing, I'm doing my job well because every <laughs> single metric is up. I don't need you meddling into it. And you could really feel that this week. And who knows, maybe this is just happenstance. But if you look, if you watch Raw this week and you see the Tegan Knoxes, you see the Johnny Gargano, you see some of the people that really couldn't sniff TV time.
1: Mm.
0: And now like they're kind of in prominent roles on TV. It's like, oh, all right kinda of got it. And then like since so SmackDown was just, I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was a fantastic show. So now hopefully officially we can say if we see something that just doesn't work, now we can say, all right, Triple H and his team missed on that. And we can stop being like, damn, Vince must have showed up at 6 30 and the show starts at seven to, to change the entire script of the show.
2: But I thought it was very interesting because I because UFC originally wanted Vince to be involved in this. They wanted him to play a role. Within the company, they want him kind of back within the company, and so for now, I was like, "Hey, we we here. You know what? I know we said at first we want you to be heavily involved, but now we don't. Let Paul do his job, man. You step back and you do your thing." I felt I feel like that's was like I think it's a great call. Yeah, I think it's a great call. But what I had a question for you guys in thinking about this: Where would you rate Vince McMahon? in your top bookers of all time? He's always been known as this booking genius, right? Mm -hmm. He created WWE and the vision that we have is all, it's all his baby, right? Where does he rank in your top wrestling booking uh, bookers uh, list?
1: Outside of my personal feelings of him, he's going to be number one. One, just the time behind it. I've watched way more WWE WWF than any other promotions. Um John Cena, one of my favorites. Um Undertaker, my favorite, The Rock, my favorite, and now Roman Reigns. But you just look at what Vince has done. It has to be Vince for me. And don't cut that because I don't wanna I don't even want to promote that. I said that. But it is Vince. No, it's
0: not even close. He's he's one, two, and three four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. I mean, we can go one through 50 and then 51 could be Heyman. Like that's just, it's just the longevity and what we know pro wrestling as right now would not be a thing if it wasn't for Vince. Like that alone to me is like, no, okay. He is the, the greatest of all time when it comes to this pro wrestling thing. Yeah, we hated a lot of his ideas and a lot of the stuff that he gave us on TV, you know, probably for like the last, five, six years, Mm -hmm. but then he would, then he would hit on something and it's like, damn, okay. He still got it when it comes to that. And I'm sure there was a lot more things that little tweaks that he's probably done in a positive that we would never know about. And we just give it up to either the agent of that match or maybe the actual wrestler themselves. But it was like, Oh no, that was Vince's call to have me just make that little bit of a shift that gained so much more in regards to either popularity or, viewership or whatever the case may be but yeah for me he's easily number one
2: you know i think it's interesting to say if i can if i can cut his reign in half from when he started the company well he bought the company in the 80s right but for me it was uh, the rock and wrestling era Hulk hogan mm-hmm. you know like the first maybe 15 20 years like he'd be number one but the last like 10 or 12 years for me He's like number a thousand, because that same Vince McMahon in his book in drove me from not wanting to watch the show anymore. The only reason why I still watch wrestling really is because you know we got so close, and like your passion for wrestling re- reinvigorated mine, and I had fun watching the shows with you. But I stopped watching Raw and SmackDown for about a good two or three years because I will follow it on social media, I will follow it on YouTube. I stopped watching. Now, the show just got. So unwatchable for me. Monday Night Raw, for years for me, was just such a chore to get through. It was a chore to watch. So then, so if you don't have Vince number one, who do you have as the best booker of all time? Well, see, I, I, if I can cut it in half, right? If I could take you know, Vince from the 80s, no, you can't.
0: You can't do that. To
2: to the Aggression <laughs> <trying local> to... <laughs> era, he'd be number one, right? You can't do that. But when I have to, when I when the same man also drove me away from wrestling. Like that man can't be in my top 10. So, who you got? Who's number one for you? I thought about that. So, I got Dusty Rose because I love me some NWA. I love As like that 80s run. A time. Wow. Okay. That NWA run with him and the horsemen, I loved it. Then I go, Paulie Dangerously. Man, ECW was amazing. And then number three. I'm going Triple H because, like that Black and Gold era mm-hmm. of NXT until now, has really invigorated my love for wrestling. He's it's brought me back to SmackDown and Raw, right? Brought me back to as a fan SmackDown and Raw. So he got to be my top three. So I'm going Dusty, Heyman, and LeVick. Bradisha, who who would be your two and three? Honestly that line line
1: well again so so my sample size of of bookers are what i'm about to pretty much wwe and tony khan so you have triple h and black and gold but how many years was nxt that so that'd be my number two booker and then the last year of what he's done in wwe and then my third didn't watch ECW like that, so I couldn't say, Paulie, I know what he does now, he's a genius. Um, I would have to go Tony Khan. Because again, that is what I'm watching. That's what I've watched. Mm-hmm. So that'll be my two and three. And I was trying to figure yeah. out the, the, the throw some shade at Dusty in a funny way, though. Um, mm-hmm. Even though it was WWE at the time, you're talking about him booking. What is what is the guy? Why is his name leaving me? The funniest moment Shock of Master. wwe Shockmaster. he's behind Shockmaster, so he got to take a little bit of egg on that. Uh, no, he, he he wasn't behind
2: Shockmaster. He wasn't behind he was.
1: Shockmaster. He, he no, I was
2: Shockmaster. Wasn't him. Um, I think he, he was through the wall. He did. No, no, that that was that was uh that was Gene Anderson. That that was behind the Shockmaster.
1: Oh Everything I heard, it was it was Dusty's gimmick. No, that, that was act master.
2: <laughs> I, I think Dusty was in WWE at the time too. Matter of fact,
1: Shockmaster. <laughs> he said he pushed them through the wall. He didn't push him hard enough then.
2: Yeah, I was about to end the show right there. That would have
0: been the perfect way to end the show. Like we gotta go, guys. That's the way. Uh, like Dynamite ends their shows. They just we gotta go. Oh man. All right. Uh, what's next, y'all? Oh, I know what's next. What's and this good? is what we're gonna end on. E. So right before we we recorded the pod. He's like, "Did you finish watching Collision? I'm like, I watched the majority of them. I didn't get a chance to get to the main event just because I want to have, like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm 99% sure title didn't change hands, uh, but I want to be able to just watch them work without having, like, distractions or anything. So I watched the rest of the show, which was pretty okay. It was, it was actually a, a good Collision show. And he said, go ahead, E I
2: I turned that show off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> At what point, though? What minute, so, Mark, did you turn off?
2: I don't even know where I was at in the show because I, I wasn't paying attention to after the first segment. I, I couldn't, it couldn't keep my attention. And, but I, I stopped officially watching with Juice and uh, Christopher Daniels. I'm like, I can't do this. Christopher Daniels. I, I
1: get it. I get yeah. it. Yeah. I was going to say something like, but I was like, it doesn't be really ignorant for me to say. But when I looked up and I'm like, uh, so we talk about how collision lost it or is losing its steam. It's is vigor because you have Christopher Daniels wrestling. And then hey, no slide at him because he's a great wrestler. But I, I have no um, investment in him in today. And we, we wrestling. Know, we, know, we
0: know Daniels is a legend. Nobody he, is he's a producer, them isn't them. he, too? Yes. For what he's done. He's the head of talent relations.
1: So like, why are not you wrestling?
0: About, it's not about that, but it's like, why are you on my TV? The mm-hmm. Same thing I, I say with Jared, Why are you on my TV in the year 2023? And it's not man. a knock on them, but it's like you have so much talent. Mm-hmm. Just like you got Keith Lee against the one guy that got over the one week of saying he was eating butt or whatever he said. Now he does it. <laughs> like, bro, Cameron, so like, he was so, on the show against Kyle. Like, it's like, why are some of these?
2: That's what it was too. Cause see, that's it was Daniels, and then, that's why i was about to forget. It was that man. It was Matt. It was it was Kyle versus the guy who wants to eat people's booty holes. Yep. And this is what he's doing. He's motioning, pulling apart cheeks, and putting his face in his. Like that's that's what they're giving me. on Kalisha. It got over one
0: week and it was viral, and now we do it every single time. I'm just like, no, no, like I no. If, if I'm going to spend time on a Saturday night watching, that's not it. It's funny though. The that's reason why I it. wanted you to bring that up was because you and I both went from about a month ago, a month and a half ago, of saying. Man, Collision's got it. Collision is, I can only watch one show a week, it's Collision. And as wrestling does, it goes in cycles. Now it's like, oh, I'm good with taping Collision every single week and watching it Sunday. Unless something changes, I'm good with just, there's nothing that I have to watch live on these shows. And they still did some good things. I thought Sky and, uh, I'm about to call it Britt. And Chris had a great match. They had a really strong match. I thought the opening segment was a ton of fun. Because you saw Edge or you saw Adam and uh, Starks go at it on the mic, you know. Of course, that we knew that wasn't scripted he was back trying, and forth. He's trying his hardest to bury
2: that man. Yeah, yeah like,
0: but that's the kind of fun stuff, like pushing each other. But that was uh, but yeah, overall, I was just
2: like, mm. no, I'm like, I'm, I'm not spending a Saturday. I always you know I'm not spending a Saturday night for sure. Watching, uh, listening to a guy talk about he want to eat booty hole, and then watching Christopher Daniel. I'm not doing. I'm not going to do it a Sunday morning either. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to spend this this hour with my family instead of watching a man talk about he want to eat butt and watching Christopher Daniels wrestle. I'm good. I've already seen at least six hours of great wrestling this week alone. I'm not going to spend an hour of wrestling watching mediocre, bad wrestling.
1: Sorry, I just rolled there.
2: We miss you, CM Punk. We do. (laughs)
1: I don't, but listen, you just made me scroll right there. Um and you talking about watch here a man eating butt. So would it have been different if they No, I'm not gonna do it, never mind.
0: No oh, say so, it. Say so it. So would,
1: would it be Would it be different if if some if my man who was eating butt said that he's gonna eat Sky Blue's butt? Does that make a difference?
2: Yeah, I don't wanna see him do it. Yeah.
0: But it makes it completely different
1: that's what I'm saying so that's not fair
0: completely different that's the kind of content I'm here for
1: I mean if if you can get off eating booty does it (laughs) really let me that's the kind of
0: content I'm I'm here for and I ain't got a drop when it comes to talking about eating Scott Blue's booty but if I had a drop I would put it (laughs) right there and now it's time to go we gotta get out of here send us home somebody
1: I can't do that sorry eat send us home
2: thanks for listening guys see you next week
1: wait it we gotta is. plug no no we gotta plug the socials
0: you did already pay attention so pay attention
1: no you didn't you introduced did the beginning. show <laughs> i introduced... can't wait
0: for you to listen back and then be like oh you did do it just like your Baron corbin take just like we're gonna end it the way we should have started it." no hold on, no, no, Smith, no no hold on. you're
1: trash yeah. no it's in the, the show yet
2: that is the music
1: don't i'm end in the show no we gotta it's we gotta ended. plug our socials we gotta plug our socials it's so done. follow us at x <laughs>